0: Listeners, before diving into this episode, I just want to put out a huge trigger warning. In this episode, I will be discussing eating disorders, weight and body image, calories, and other mental health issues. If you are easily triggered by this, I highly suggest that you listen with caution or do not listen to this episode. I will preface every episode with this trigger warning because I will be discussing very sensitive and touchy topics that some may not be able to handle. I want everyone to feel safe in this environment and to just keep in mind that this podcast is an educational podcast meant to spread awareness on eating disorders and my journey through them. Everything mentioned in these episodes will be real and genuine content. There will be no holding back. To reasons for Recovery. Now before I go ahead and get started with this episode, I just want to go ahead and tell you guys that I am one step closer to having much better audio on this podcast than what you're hearing right now. Currently, I do not have like any setup whatsoever. I literally just record this on my MacBook and edit it and then upload it. So um, I'm actually in the process of getting a new microphone and hopefully the next episode will be much better audio than this and much better quality and sound and stuff like that so bear with me this will probably be the last episode that you hear this crappy audio but don't worry because every episode from here on out will hopefully have much better quality in the sound so yeah but anyways in this episode today i'm going to be discussing My third reason for recovery, which deals with self-esteem. Now, in our society today, self-esteem issues are super common. They're very, very common. And not only people who suffer from eating disorders deal with self-esteem issues, people outside of eating disorders definitely suffer from self-esteem issues. And I'm pretty sure everybody, anyone listening and anyone that's not listening at some point in their life has dealt with self-esteem issues or just bad confidence. And in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing my personal struggles with self-esteem and how it negatively affected my life and how recovery ultimately shaped my self-esteem and boosted it back to where it is today. So Today, I'm just going to be talking about some tips and some pointers that really helped me gain back that self-esteem that I lost in the first place and why recovery was the best option to cure all of that and to form it back into a healthy mindset. To begin, we'll just go ahead and start off with the basics. How exactly does one really lose their self-esteem in the first place? And of course, we all know that it is a good idea to love yourself and to take care of your body and to love your body for what it is. I know that's a very cliche thing to say, like, you know, love yourself and love your body, take care of it, all that stuff. But it is very, very important. We have to cherish our bodies and treat them with the utmost respect that we possibly can. But sadly, there will be times where we won't really remember to do that. We won't take as good of care as our body really needs to be taken care of. We are constantly berated and reminded through social media about what a good body looks like or what a good looking body should look like. And that body that society deems hot is actually not what everyone needs to be shooting for. Everybody's body is different. We are all built different, and we all look different. We're all extremely unique in our own special way. So why exactly does society completely disregard this? Why does society shut down the fact that we're all unique and we're all special in our own ways and only find satisfaction in this one particular way to look? It's basically like society kind of puts looks into a box. You know, you're supposed to look exactly this way that society tells you to look. And if you look anything remotely different from that, you are deemed not hot or, you know, ugly or weird. You know, anything negative about your body. And that just really damages people's self-esteem. It drastically lowers it and makes us not feel as confident as we should be about our bodies. When we don't fit the standards that society wants us to fit into, it completely just damages our self-esteem, it lowers it, and it hurts us, and it makes us think that we're never going to be good enough to have that body that the world wants us to have. And this, of course, ties into eating disorders. It's kind of where eating disorders can spring up and become a danger to your health. That's kind of how my eating disorder sprung up. Personally, I can tell you that society standards really did play a huge role in my self-esteem. When I was thinking about losing a little bit of weight and kind of getting in shape, I always looked at what other people looked like and what society deemed as fit and healthy. And I always tried to look like that. I never tried to go for goals that fit my needs. I always went for goals that fit society's needs. And when we look at the perfect body, when we all see what society has labeled the perfect body, we see this very skinny, like hourglass figure with like no flabby skin, no fat in any area. And when you compare your body to that stereotypical figure that society says is hot, it could really damage your self-esteem and your awareness of body image in general. And that goes for men as well. Men see this, like, shredded, ripped, like, six-pack ab guy and think that's what they gotta look like in order to be hot. But that's that's really not what you have to be. You don't have to be what society deems hot. You can be yourself and be what you want to be. Or else, you know, your body image is completely damaged and you lose all awareness of what you know, you want to be in life, and you always just base it off of what society just wants you to be. For me, I started off with no self-esteem problems whatsoever when I started, you know, losing weight and trying to get healthier. And I didn't have any self-esteem problems because I was doing it in a very healthy and, like, civil way. But over time, my eating disorder, you know, progressed. And as my eating disorder progressed, I saw what a healthy person typically looked like and then I saw that I didn't look that way because my body was obviously different from theirs and I'm not gonna look exactly how they're gonna look but I would always pick and choose and compare myself to what others would look like and what other bodies looked like and how my body could look different in order to be like other people who are praised for the way that they look it just It kind of fills our head with things that you don't need to have in your head and makes us so fixated on what our body looks like and what our body needs to look like. And it kind of completely throws everything out the door. Like, you forget about everything else in your life because you're so fixated on your body and what your body needs to look like in order for society to accept you. And that's how it was with me. I know that's not the case for everybody, I'm just speaking for myself, but generally, when we focus on what society wants us to look like, we get way too focused on it and forget about everything else. I remember I was so fixated on what my body looked like. I literally never thought about anything else in the day. I always wanted to see what I looked like and always thought about what I looked like to others. I found myself always complaining, always making a big deal out of this because I still didn't think I looked pretty enough and that all the work that I had done over these years was getting me nowhere. And that led me farther and farther down a path with my eating disorder because even though I was making progress and I was, you know, losing weight, I still didn't have my mind wrapped around the fact that it was okay and that, you know, you can stop at this point, you know, Your eating disorder just makes you think there is no stopping point. You need to just keep going and going and going until it's too late. And every time I lost more weight, my body would look skinnier. And even though I was definitely underweight, my mind was still screaming that I still wasn't skinny enough to fit society's standards. And this, of course, led my body to become much more worse. I looked skinnier to the point where... It wasn't pretty anymore, and it wasn't healthy, and I would have just kept pushing it further and further if I had not chose to recover. The more worse that my body had gotten over time, the lower my self-esteem became, and I basically just got out of hand with how my body image was looking. I let my eating disorder take control, and there was no way that the logic in my brain was going to help me. I was basically in this lose-lose battle situation with myself. One side was saying that I'm not skinny enough and I need to keep losing more weight. But the other side, the more logical side, kept saying that I was too skinny and I hated the way that I looked and I needed to, you know, gain weight to look better because I literally look like a walking skeleton. And either direction I went, I hated myself and I hated my body because they would just constantly battle with each other all throughout the day. And I got too far down that path to where my body image was just completely shot and I had no self-esteem whatsoever. I didn't love myself and I didn't love my body and I hated what I had done to it. But then there was still that part of me in the back of my brain that didn't think it was good enough and hated that I wasn't more skinny. And it was just this constant battle with my own brain. And because I was so hung up on what I looked like and how I looked compared to others, it just completely killed my self-esteem. It lowered it so much to the point where I still have issues with it to this day. I still struggle with self-esteem issues. I'm not telling you that just because I chose recovery, my self-esteem is completely 100% better and restored. Like, That's not really the case because we all struggle still with self-esteem issues to this day, even if we have a better representation of body image and all that stuff. But yeah, I definitely still struggle to this day with self-esteem, but that's 100% completely normal. It's not like your self-esteem is going to be the best in the world all the time. You're going to have days where you don't feel the greatest, and that's completely okay. But I will say that my confidence in my self-esteem is way better than it was when I suffered from an eating disorder and suffering from, you know, these terrible body image issues. But now that you have an idea of where I'm coming from with how I struggled with low self-esteem, Let me give you a few more examples before I really dive into how to solve this issue. When I was starting to count calories, not super strictly, like this was before it got really out of hand, I remember I based everything I ate off of what everyone else around me ate. And I'm not going to lie, I still kind of do that to this day because it is a very hard habit to break. Um, But anyways... I always just, you know, based things around what other people ate, and that's what I would eat. For example, if I were out with a friend and we went to dinner, I would base what I got off of what my friend got. So if he or she got, like, a salad, I would get something equal or less than that. Not because that's what I wanted, but because I felt bad about eating more than the people around me. And like I said, I still have that problem to this day, it's just not as bad as it used to be. My self-esteem was wrecked at this point, and I would feel so terrible eating in front of others in general because I thought that I would just be judged. I thought I would be judged for the amount that I ate or what I ate, any of that. Society taught me that, by standards, I shouldn't eat what I really, really wanted, I should eat healthy and eat less if I want to have this perfect body that everybody talks about having. And if I let myself eat more than the others around me, I felt really, really bad because my self-esteem was so terrible. It was so low that only hurting my body was what was feeling like my happiness was coming from. Hurting my body was the only thing making me happy about the way that I looked and only damaging it more and more over time was what was making me happy. But it wasn't real true happiness. My eating disorder was telling me that it was happy and that it was okay, but in all reality, it was completely fake. It was not real happiness. It was just my eating disorder tricking my mind into thinking I was happy. Besides things to do with food and calories, Just comparing my body to others in general was a very, very frequent thing that I did. And that did not help my self-esteem whatsoever as well. I remember looking up pictures of girls who were slightly smaller than me or had just a little bit different of a body than me. And I remember I would just long for getting that perfect figure or getting to that point that the girls would look like. Then, when I would get to that point where I looked just like them, I would just repeat that cycle over again with pictures of girls even smaller. And I would never feel fully satisfied with my progress, no matter how low I got in my weight. Even though the progress was not in the right direction, I was still never satisfied. I just kept going and going and going and going until I was just too small to really function. And this, of course, just ruined my self-esteem the longer I let it go on. And I talked about this in a previous episode, but I would also constantly check my body. I would always body check, which is very, very common in those with an eating disorder. I remember I would spend so much time in front of the mirror checking to see what I would look like at different angles. I always remember, like, Before school, every single morning, I would just look in the mirror, look at me at different angles. I would see what I looked like when I sucked in and what I looked like when I was just completely normal, not sucking in. I would always take pictures of myself and see what I looked like, you know, on camera. I was just so infatuated with what I looked like and what I appeared like to others. I remember throughout the day, I would always wrap my hands around my arms or, like, my legs, my waist... Anywhere I could just easily wrap my hands around, and I was not fully satisfied unless my fingers would touch around that body part on opposite sides of each other. And having this mentality, first of all, is really screwed up, but it also really screwed with my self-esteem and made it something that it's not, because I was basing my whole body off of what society told me was right and I was basing my body off of the most unhealthiest ways I could possibly think of, I had it engraved in my brain that it was right, and there was no problem with what I was doing. There was no problem with me constantly body checking and constantly checking my weight. I cannot tell you how many times I got on the scale throughout the day to weigh myself, but it was definitely more than enough. I remember I would weigh myself multiple times in the morning, so many times throughout the day, and even throughout the night. I remember um, when I got into college, I I bought a scale for my room first off, and I would weigh myself throughout the day. And then when I went to the gym, there was like a personal scale there. And I would always get on it before my workout, after my workout. And I remember thinking like, If I'm not this exact weight, I'm not going to eat dinner tonight. Or if I'm not this exact weight, I'm not going to eat a snack later tonight. Like, I would always punish myself for not being the exact weight that I wanted, which is a terrible, terrible mindset to have. But it was something that I had in my mind because my my self-esteem was so shot and so far gone at this point. This is not normal at all. It's just a way to make your self-esteem even lower because you're constantly checking yourself and then you aren't satisfied with the results that you have. And it hurts you. It makes you feel awful about your body and how you appear to others. There is hope, though. I know that everything that I've said previously sounds very depressing and sad, but (laughs) trust me, there is hope found in this. Just because your self-esteem has been super damaged, and the love that you used to have for your body is gone, it doesn't mean that there isn't a way to fix this, because there is. There most definitely is a way to fix this. I certainly didn't believe I ever had a chance of feeling happy again, or feeling happy about my body ever again. But when I chose recovery, when I finally decided to turn my life around, it drastically solved All of my issues that sprung up over having this terrible eating disorder. Now you might be listening to this episode right now and thinking to yourself, well I don't have an eating disorder but my self-esteem is pretty low. That's completely normal as well. Um, People outside of those with an eating disorder also deal with body image too and I guarantee you A lot of the people listening to this don't struggle from an eating disorder, but they do care about their body in some sort of way. And this episode will entail tips for you as well. It's not just going to be tips for people dealing with an eating disorder. It will be for literally anybody listening. Even though this podcast is based around eating disorders, it can still go for those that just need some help in loving themselves again. We all should feel proud of what we are given and happy and comfortable in our bodies, but like I said, there will be an occasion where it just won't be like that anymore. So for anyone and everyone dealing with low self-esteem and body image, here are my top three tips for building your self-confidence back again. So number one is think positively. I know this one sounds a bit cliche, but Trust me, it is definitely a necessity for building that confidence back again. Pre-recovery, I never had a positive thought in my mind. I was always thinking negatively. A happy thought never really crossed my mind when I was dealing with an eating disorder each day. And that was because when you suffer from an eating disorder, you never really think of the positives. You always think of the negatives in life you become this very pessimistic drab of a person and you're very difficult to be around because you're only thinking of the negatives. And by that, I mean I would wake up each morning and only negative outcomes would pop into my mind. Like, what if I'm not able to get a workout in today? What if I'm not able to eat within my calorie range today? Like, only the negatives would come into my mind. I would never think of the positive outcomes that my day would entail. And because of this, it lowered my confidence and lowered my self-esteem drastically. And since I was always thinking negatively, I never had confidence in the way I looked because I always assumed people would think the worst about me. And that's what I was just saying before. I always thought the worst. I always thought the most pessimistic way to think about things. I always assumed people would have this bad attitude towards me or they would just laugh at the way that I looked in general. But that was just all in my head. It was all in my eating disorder. In reality, the majority of this world does not really care what you look like. And if they do, it's not something that should personally worry you. You shouldn't worry about that. Because it doesn't matter. Your body is your body and not somebody else's to judge you on. It's not something that they would go out of your way to judge you on. And if there is really somebody out there that really does that, that really actually goes out of their way to judge you personally and target you, then just ignore them. Continue to think on the positives and don't look at the negatives. Do not think pessimistically. Because that just increases your chances of having a much lower self-esteem. When I started recovery, I was very, very hopeless at first. Because my confidence was so low. And I thought that I wouldn't succeed in recovery in the first place. And eventually, over time, the more positively that I just kept thinking, my self-esteem was back to normal. And my confidence was so much better as well now for tip number two it is try something new this one might not be something you would think of often but trying new things in life really does help boost your self-esteem before recovery I never really branched out and did anything at all I was practically a shut-in on most days hiding myself from others because I was so afraid of what they would think I always lived this like cookie cutter lifestyle where I just shaped myself based on what everyone wanted me to do and my life was so structured in the same exact thing every single day because I didn't want to change I didn't want to do anything different because I was afraid that would hurt my progress I was always living in this fear that I would be mocked for the way that I looked, and that really decreased my confidence levels and made me this very bland person to be around. When you suffer from an eating disorder, it's kind of like you almost flatline. You're not literally dead, but your emotions and your state of mind can tell you otherwise. You seem like this zombie almost, like your body is just kind of there in the moment, but your mind is completely lost. I probably have many friends and family members that could back me up on this. When I was suffering from an eating disorder, I was definitely not the best person to be around. I was just, like I said, very bland, very pessimistic, and I didn't really do much. I just kind of like sat there in the moment and just let things happen. I didn't really join in, didn't do much of anything because I was just afraid of, how people would judge me or how people would look at me. And the way to solve this problem is to branch out and try new things. When I started recovery, I obviously had to branch out a lot. I always had to put myself out there because if I didn't, then I would have most definitely failed recovery. And once I started putting myself out there and doing new things, trying new food, trying new things again, I felt so much more confidence with myself. It gave me hope that I wasn't this bland person anymore. It made me feel like I actually served a purpose, and that made me feel so much better about myself. And once I actually stuck to recovery and continued to try all these new things, it made me a much happier person to be around. It turned me into this happy, fun person. When beforehand, I was just a bland, drab person to be around. Now, my third and last point is spend time with the people who love and support you. Spending time with loved ones is always a great place to start. These people help boost your self-esteem 100%. When you surround yourself with people who actually truly love you and would do anything for you, it most definitely makes you feel very loved and very wanted in this world, which will help give you that confidence and that boost of self-esteem that you need. Like I said before, I was practically a shut-in during my eating disorder. I secluded myself from everybody, even my family and very close friends, and that was solely for the reason that I was scared of what they thought of me. I was so scared that I would face this constant judgment in front of them. Every time when I actually did hang out with my friends and family, I was living in this constant state of fear that they were just completely judging me on everything. And that's because my eating disorder always assumed the worst. But, of course, once you get that thinking positive mentality down, you won't have that mindset anymore. Once I started recovery, I put myself back out there again. I started reconnecting with people and talking to people that I had originally shut out. And let me tell you, they were so happy to hear from me. And that whole time that I was shutting them out, they were worried and they were hoping and praying that I was going to be alright. They were always there. They never had left me, but my eating disorder always told me that they didn't care. They never wanted to listen. But, of course, like I said, they were always there. They always cared, and I just didn't bother to listen to that. Surrounding myself with loved ones again made me feel so much more confident because I started receiving compliments on how strong I was or how proud they were of me, and that made me feel confident to keep pushing on, even in the harder days. I finally understood that there were people out there that really would have loved to see me press on and beat anorexia, and that definitely boosted my confidence. I finally felt that love again that I chose to ignore when I suffered from anorexia. So, there you guys go. Those were my top three ways to gain self-esteem and boost your confidence. I really hope that this was beneficial to you guys in some way, And, of course, there are many, many other ways to help you gain that self-esteem back. I just gave you my top three ways that personally helped me um, recover and gain that self-esteem back. If you have any more questions at all or would just like to talk to me more on this subject, feel free to contact me through Instagram DM or email, which I will leave in the description of this episode. And if you feel like you are in need of professional help and care, I will also leave the hotlines and more information in the description of this episode as well, just like I do in every episode. And again, thank you guys for bearing with me on this whole mic issue and sound issue. Hopefully by the time I record the next episode, my microphone will completely be all here. I have the microphone, I just don't have like the stand and like the USB port for it and everything. So hopefully, it'll be all shipped in by the time I record the next episode. So maybe this will be the last time you hear this crappy audio. (laughs) But yeah, thank you guys for bearing with me on that. And also, thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you guys in the next episode, and please remember to stay safe and stay healthy.